Today's podcast is brought to you by Baccio Cheese, my favorite cheese company. Did you know Baccio is also celebrating 10-year anniversary? A decade of excellence. A decade of performance, partnerships, and rewards. 10 years of seller performance in an awesome rewards club program where you can earn cash back for every pound of cheese you purchase. And they also have superior customer service. I'm telling you. Go check them out. BaccioCheese.com forward slash SPM. I'm telling you, the cheese tastes amazing, and the rewards and the partnerships is even better. They're going to help you grow your business. The Gold Club members can use the cashback rewards, a Visa card, however they like. You buy more, you earn more. Premium quality cheeses, uniquely crafted with fresh grade A milk, and a kiss of buffalo milk for that authentic taste and unparalleled performance. And hey, they're celebrating 10 years of helping pizzeria owners just like yourself. So go check them out. BaccioCheese.com forward slash SPM. Ask for a sample. I promise you, you will like the cheese. I've been using it for the last year, and you will not be disappointed. I promise you. Go check them out. BaccioCheese.com forward slash SPM. All right, I want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, Hunger Rush. Hunger Rush's integrated system of solution gives you everything that you need to do to reduce labor, streamline operations, unify your digital channels, delight customers and employees, and of course, sell more pizza. That's what we're all trying to do. Well, you're trying to do it. I'm trying to help you do that. Pizza is one of the world's most popular foods, and it has a unique set of challenges for operators. Hunger Rush is designed to help you handle all of those. It's been designed from the ground up to handle the growth and implementation of all of these strategies specifically for pizzerias. Grow and optimize your delivery business through integrated in-house curbside fleet management and third-party delivery support. Everything in one place. Access to your customers and operational data, update and broadcast your menus, manage your labor and inventory, everything you need to be more effective and more profitable right at your fingertips. Hunger Rush gives you the ability to grow your digital channels and drive more repeat business with online ordering, ordering via text, through the app, and even more. Check them out, hungerrush.com forward slash SPM for more information. Get started today. You won't regret it, I promise you. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Nick from Nick's Pizza on Instagram. Go follow them as joining me on the podcast. Nick, thank you so much. I know you're a busy guy. with got a lot going on, so I appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Bruce. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I think I found you on Instagram. And first of all, if you haven't followed Nick, Nick's Pizza 302 on Instagram, go throw him a follow. Your pizzas look phenomenal on Instagram. Great job, by the way. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and then I messaged you and I said, hey, your pizzas look fantastic. And you said, you know what? Thank you. And I asked you a little bit about your business through the DMs on Instagram and you said you were making pizza out of your family's breakfast place. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'll start off by you know, talking a little about the restaurant. So um, it's a breakfast restaurant located here in Wilmington, Delaware. It's been around for about, this is the 100th year, actually. So, you know. Um, Wait, it's been around for 100 yeah, years? Been, yeah, this is this is the 100th year, actually. It's, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really awesome to have. And, um yeah, so it's just right now it's just breakfast and lunch, um, like six thirty to one. You know, not not much going on. So I, you know, one day I told him, hey, you know, like I, I want to sell pizza out of the 
I want to sell pizza as like a, a breakfast pizza special, you know, like once a month on like on a random Sunday. And ever since that, it's just been, it's been great. Now we were talking before we got on the podcast, you're Greek. My wife's Greek and I know how Greek families can be. Did they give you a hard time about serving pizza out of their breakfast place? Uh, no, you know, you know, my dad's pretty supportive, you know, you know, appreciate that, you know, he's understanding, and, you know, letting me, giving me the opportunity to do it. But obviously, you know, working in, you know, any family business, you know, I've quit, you know, five or six times already, <laughs> you know, but, you know, but here I am today, you know, still working here. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's just, that's just how it is. That's great. Yeah. You get, you quit five or six times and you get fired at least three or four times, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm on my last string here. So, <laughs> But that's good. I mean, I feel like, you know what? I don't want to, even in my wife's family, as time goes on longer, I feel like they're more and more accepting of new ideas. You know, 20 years ago, it wasn't like that. But maybe now in the times that we're in, they're a little bit more open to change and given opportunities to different things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like my dad, you know, you know my grandpa, you know, he, he uh, restarted the business in the 90s or 80s. So my dad was keeping it the old school way, but with COVID and everything, obviously he's with uh, social media and stuff and marketing, you know, me telling him about it, you know, he's, he's, he's getting on the phone a little more and he's, he's opening up. <laughs> yeah. So he's been doing a little bit more marketing since COVID. Obviously a breakfast place, you probably had to do a lot of takeout, but a lot of people go to breakfast place. They don't get as much takeout, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, especially during the beginning, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. it's pretty much just me and him, you know, seven days a week for however many months it was. And, um, you know, it'd be like one or $200 days. And that's for, that's over like seven, eight hours. Wow. It's just like, you know, you know, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta figure out what to do here. So you know, obviously, you know, we, we started doing delivery, a little bit of breakfast delivery we, that I got us like, you know, maybe two or three orders a day, not much, but it's just something to, you know, keep us busy and, you know, try to keep the doors open. Yeah. I mean, I th you think about back in, in 2020 when this all happened, a lot of people talked about restaurants and dine-in restaurants, but I, breakfast places probably hit it the worst, right? Because at least if you were a a dine-in restaurant, right? Well, like a, I don't want to say higher end, but a, a dine-in restaurant where yeah. people went to you to come up with some sort of menu that's similar to what you have to do takeout and delivery isn't that hard. When you're a breakfast place, yeah. not that it's hard, but it's a totally different menu. So people are coming to you for something completely different than what you normally do. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like um, I don't think people get delivery breakfast that much. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, even like uh, you know, we don't even get that many requests for it. It's not like right. You know, like like it's not like a, it's not like a pizza place where you know you probably get asked every day. Do you have delivery? Where here at breakfast, you know, it might be you know once or twice a month that somebody's asking if we have delivery. Wow. But it's something like it's something serious. So when did the when did you start kind of dabbling in pizza? Yeah, so I'd say it was about it was about 2018. Um, I was I was attending college in California at the time. I was I was going to become an accountant, and you know I had it was my freshman year. I wasn't I wasn't having a great time. You know I just you know, I missed you know life back home here on the East Coast in a way. So I one day you know for some reason I like. Like starting in like 2016, I was interested in like bagels and just you know dough in general. So I was making like cinnamon buns or bagels. It's just it's just random things, but they weren't they weren't anything too serious. It was just just for fun. So in 2018, 
I had somehow came across it was the pizza show on YouTube with um Frank Pinello of oh, Best yeah. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's you know, that's how I really got into pizza. I was like, wow, you know, this is you know, just seeing all the different types of pizzas and the cities and you know, just the personalities that you know came from pizza. I was like, wow, you know, this is pretty cool. And you know, started in 2019, you know, I, I left California, you know, I was, I was tapped out and I was like, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go work at a pizza place. Uh, so before I even came back, I applied to one, got the job there and you know, the rest is history. Where was that place? Do you mind saying it or you don't want to say it? I, I have no problem saying it, it was called, um, uh, Primus Pizza in Hokessen. Okay. That was my, that was my like childhood, you know, favorite pizza growing up. Yep. So I worked there and, you know, eventually I start, you know, I learned how to make pizza, the dough, sauce, stuff like that. So they taught, they definitely taught me a lot, but you know, I did a lot of extra research behind that or outside of that to, you know, really deep, you know, um, dive deep into the, the science of pizza. So I see on your Instagram, you do a lot of square pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much it's like, it's mainly like a Detroit style pizza. Um, you know, like here at the, you know, the breakfast restaurant, we don't really have like a pizza oven like that. So it's just like, you know, it's just like your, your typical like restaurant, um, range. Yeah. Like the little, little oven. So if it's about like six, like eight by tens at a time and you know, maybe a couple, couple big ones if lucky. So I try to keep it like, I try to keep it like a small piece of like this Troy style. And also with that type of oven, you know, like it cooks, it took, um, you know, it cooks great. Whereas if I try to do like a circle pizza out of, you know, the oven I'm working with, you know, it might not come out, you know, the way I like. So you're using like an oven that you is similar to one that somebody would use at home. Yeah. Just yeah. Just more commercial. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That's yeah, great. So now I do see, I, have, I do know. see a couple circle pizzas on there. How'd you make those? Uh, so that's from my, um, a buddy of mine, uh, shout out Gerald. He's a culinary instructor at a local school. Oh, okay. And he has a, he, ha <laughs> he happened to have, they have a, a baker's pride oven there. And I was like, oh man, you know, like, you know, can I try that out? You know, can I try using this oven? And that's how, so now I'm trying to work on like a circle pizza and you know, get that recipe down. Got it. Now with the pizza place that you worked at for your first job, what kind of pizza did they have? So they have like, you know, the, they were like your traditional pizza shop where they have like, you know, they have like a circle pie, kind of like a New York style. Then they had, um, you know, Sicilian, but they also had like, you know, like, like many other spots like hoagies, yeah, pasta, you know, broccoli blaze, stuff like that. <laughs> so they were like a typical pizza shop. Yeah. Yeah. Like your typical pizza shop, you know, they use like, you know, like Pillsbury flour and just, you know, your typical average, like run of the mill spot. Yeah. Did they, so those places, generally have a dough recipe and they kind of just stick to that and they do it over and over and over again. Is that what they did there? Oh yeah, for sure. They had like, like even like the, the buckets you weigh the ingredients out on and they had their, their lines of, they had their, their black magic marker line of, you know, how much water to fill. Right. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't really, they weren't really playing with temperature or anything like that. Or there, there wasn't much, there wasn't much to it besides the basic recipe. They were just doing it to get it done versus someone like, um, I mean, I'm assuming I can see some, some, from some of your photos, you're experimenting with dough and hydration. And stuff. Yeah. They're, they're just, you know, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing, but you know, they're just, they're just making something to, you know, to sell it. Yeah. You know, no. Whereas like, me, I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. And there's a whole bunch of people yeah. who are listening to this who do that. Um, but there's something about making it better 
every time you try to do it, right? Like, there's no perfect when it comes to dough or it comes to pizza. I don't think perfection ever happens. You just try to improve on it. Um, and that's what it looks like you're doing. You're trying to kind of figure out how do I make a really, really good pizza versus, all right, I got to make a hundred pizzas today. Let's just get it done. Oh yeah, for sure. Like even when, um, you know, like people around me, you know, I tell them like, I'll be like, yeah, I tried, I mess around with the recipe today. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, what the F you doing? <laughs> you know, well, why, you know, why would you do that? Like, it's already, you know, I, you know, they think it's already good. So why, you know, why the hell would you mess around with the recipe? And it's like, well, you know, there's, there's always room for improvement, you know, somewhere, no matter what, no matter where it could be. So it's do good you, to, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to experiment and yeah. try to get better. How long you been at it again? Since when did you start? Uh, so the, so the actual pizza, so when I started, um, I guess my little pizza thing out of the, the breakfast restaurant, it was March of 2021. And at the time I was doing just once a month, it was like a breakfast pizza. So like, you know, bacon, egg and cheese or like a chip beef pizza but after like the um after the third month someone's like you know can't get can't get red sauce on my pizza so that's when you know, that's just when it started you know people started requesting other things and eventually started in june of 2021 i did my first like pizza night yeah to see how it go at nighttime because right at that time i was just doing like sunday mornings and um yeah i mean it just i sold a bunch there I did it again the next month, sold even more. And I was like, all right, you know, at that time I was, I had the option to become a, a general manager at the pizza place I was working at. Yeah. Or I was going to become a assistant manager at this local pizza chain. It's called Grotto's. I'm not sure if, not sure if you've heard of it. Sounds familiar. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty popular in this area. And, um, so it was, it was either that or that. And I was like, you know what, you know, why don't, why don't I try doing my own thing? And I was, you know, that was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. So you do it? At, do you do it at night now? Yeah, yeah. So I was doing it. Um, so like, I was doing it. I started off like five days a week, like two all the all the mornings, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Yep. And then um, after football, like football, we just like especially on Sundays, it just as it got colder, it just got like really really busy. So I had to cut down to four days. I had to cut down to three days. And now, now I'm in the process of actually opening a storefront. So I've, I've cut it down to like, you know, maybe just one or two days because I'm just, I'm trying to learn like more about how to actually open something up yep. and you know, figure out, figure that out. So you're opening up, you're in the process of kind of opening up inside the existing business or as a separate business? It was like a completely separate business. But in the same location? Uh, no, diff- different location to be, um. It'd be a local, it's at a spot nearby. Okay. I can't say where it is. I can't say where it is right now. Just there's another business there right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Keep, uh, yeah. Keep it on the down. So, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They don't, they don't even know yet, but um, yeah, I just, you know, I've, I've, I've exhausted like, you know, what I'm able, what I'm capable of doing at the, the breakfast place, you know, just hand mixing the dough, it's just a small oven. You know, it's just, it's just me making all the pizzas. You know, there's only, there's only so much I can do that. It was, it was time to you know really take the next step forward. How were you getting the word out that you were doing pizza? Was it on the existing menu of the existing business, or how did you get the word out that you were like, "Hey, I'm going to try this pizza thing"? Yeah, so it was cool. So when I first started it, um, us like like obviously during COVID, like we started really ramping up like the the social media yeah. because you know we, we had to, we had to <laughs> right and uh 
so I remember I was like, all right, you know, we're going to try this, this breakfast pizza on this, on this random Sunday. I remember the first guy I put my number on like the web, I put my number on the Facebook. I was like, yeah, just give me a call and, you know, tell me you want to, you want to pre-order a pizza for, you want to pre-order a pizza for you know, the Sunday. I said, the first guy to ever called me was from Detroit. And I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> pressure's on now. I got to really <laughs> He was step from up. Detroit, like in living in your city? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm from Detroit and uh, I want to order your Detroit pizza. I was like, oh, shoot. All right. So, um, yeah, but when I started, it was more of like, it was a way I had to like convince people to come to a breakfast restaurant for pizza. That right. was, that was originally how it was in the beginning. But obviously over time as, you know, you know, the dough developed and the recipe the evolved, people just, you know, they didn't, they didn't even know where to get it from. They didn't know anything about the breakfast restaurant or anything like that. So eventually they, you know, people would just, they started coming down just to, like, they've never even came to the restaurant before. They just, they just wanted to come down and try the pizza. So it just, you know, the, the recipe just, or the dough or the pizza, it started speaking for itself and that's how the word got out. Wow. That's great. So people would come and pick up a pizza and be like, wow, that's a breakfast place too. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even know anything about it. They'd be like, sometimes they would go, you know, wow, I drove down this road for you know fifteen past fifteen twenty years. I didn't even know this place was here. So it was it was cool that you know, something like pizza was able to you know bring them down, and then they learned about the breakfast place and they stopped by for breakfast eventually, stuff like that. Wow. So how were they finding you originally on Instagram and Facebook? Yeah. So it was, yeah. So in the beginning, I was, I was definitely pushing more towards Facebook. Because the crowd of customers we had it was more, and obviously this is like a really old school diner, right? So the customers were you know primarily older, but as of you are know, you eventually old people over are on time, Facebook? they're on they're on Facebook a little more. <laughs> yeah, than, I know. On Facebook a little more. I say it all the time. Yeah, it, oh, <laughs> yeah. Facebook is the uh, Facebook is where all the old people hang out. Yeah, so I was really pushing Facebook in the beginning, and then I remember you know, when I went full time with this, like the first week I did it. It went, it went pretty good. Remember the second week it was on a Friday and I only sold like two pizzas and I was like, wow, you know, this is, this isn't good. Like I got to figure out what to do. And ever since that, I was like, you know what, you know, I'm going to really, you know, push the social media and the marketing. So that way something like this never happens again. You know, I don't want to ever sell two pizzas over five hours like that again. Cause that was, it's just depressing. Right. You're sitting there all day, five hours yeah. when you sell two pizzas seems like 42 hours. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm I'm a I'm joining every Facebook group I can find. I'm starting the. That's when I started really pushing Instagram as well. I just I was like, I can't let this happen again. And I can see, you know what? I can see. Well, I'm looking at your Instagram photos, and it feels like you've gotten better at taking photos over time. Oh yeah, for sure. Like um, even I, I had bought a I bought a new phone, so I was <laughs> I was able to take better pictures of that. But um, I say once I got the phone, that's when. I think that's when the page really started like growing a little bit because you know the pictures got better and you know like people you know people like you know people eat with their eyes in a way you know they might like you might have a dish it might take might might be the best dish in the world but it might look like complete shit and they just won't even try it so like if you have something that's presentable and it looks great you know people are they're gonna want to try it regardless if you know if it's good or not. When did you get your phone? I'm, I'm guessing that you got it like February of 2021. Yeah, or might have been might have been 2022. Yeah. Okay. And then that's. I can definitely before. see the the progression in the photos if you go to uh, your Instagram. 
Nick's Pizza 302. Again, that's the Instagram. The last couple months of photos have been really, really good. They're just rich color. You can tell you got better at like where you take the photos, not just the photo itself, but like the lighting of the photo itself. So the the whole pizza lights up versus just like the middle of it. And it, you can just see how much better they are. And no wonder that people want them because if I, that's how I got found you, right? Yeah, you know, I became like a, a white girl in a way. I took, it was five minutes of photos for two minutes of eating. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you take a picture of your photo. Hold on a second. I got to take some, yeah. I got this pizza looks great, but I got to take 17 photos yeah. of it before we can sit down and eat it. It's it's cool by the time I eat it, but <laughs> at least I got a good photo out of it. What kind of phone do you have? Just a new uh, iPhone or Android or what is it? Yeah, so I went from like a, an Android into a, an iPhone. Okay. And where do you take your photos? Do you use other lighting or do you just use natural lighting? Uh, sometimes I use like you know, just the lighting in the kitchen. Sometimes if it was like a really nice day out, I'll take it outside and try to see what I can do with that. But honestly, it's just, I, I try to take a bunch of pictures all around just to see, you know, what works the best. Yeah. And that's, I'm looking at them now. I'm looking at your Instagram. The, the pizzas look really good. You're doing a good job on that. It's hard because you never, like, sometimes you think you have good lighting and you don't, or sometimes you think you get a good photo and then you go to upload it and it's not the greatest. It takes work. People think you just take a picture of your pizza, one picture, and it's like, all right, that's done. But like you said, when you're doing photos and you want to attract people to your photo, which will then attract people to your business, it's got to be good, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's even there's even been times where, you know, I make this pizza. It looks great, but if the photos sucks. I'm just like, I, I can't use any of them. I'm just, I'm just like, damn, I, I just, I just made this pizza for nothing. I know that's much. the most <laughs> annoying thing in the world, isn't it? Sometimes, like, we have sponsors like Baccio Cheese, um, and they send me samples to make pizzas with at home. And yeah. part of that is like, I got to do, I got to take photos of the process and take photos that are good for Instagram. And sometimes I'll make a pizza using the cheese. And the lighting sucks or I can't get a good angle on the photo or the video. And I'm like, dang, I just wasted like two hours of my time and all of this food. And I can't even get a good photo out of it. And then by the time you get a good yeah. photo, like the cheese is congealed. It's all old. It's like it's over. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. <laughs> you only have a certain amount of time because yeah. as a pizza gets older, it gets less photogenic. It's kind of like a human, right? Even yeah, even like the grated cheese, you know, once it starts bleeding into the sauce and stuff, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Let, well, me, I, let me let me put more on, let me put more on top, or I gotta I gotta scrap this. That's right. It's like we're pizzas are like humans. The older we get, the less yeah. photogenic we are. Yeah. Like babies are really cute photos, right? Like pizza when it first comes out, it's like a baby right out of the oven. It's like really really photogenic, yeah. and then as it sits there, it just gets less and less photogenic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but so I feel that. And do you, are you on TikTok at all or is it just Instagram and Facebook? Uh, pretty much just Instagram or Facebook. I try to get into TikTok a little bit. It just, it just wasn't for me personally, but um, I've heard, I've heard of many great benefits behind it. It depends on what your demographic is too. Like it sounds like yeah. a lot of your customer base is a little older. A little bit. So actually like in the beginning it was definitely older, but, but once I like switch more to Instagram, I say I'm more Instagram heavy now. It actually got a lot younger. Really? Which is great. Yeah. So your customer base of your existing business was older, but the people who live around your area weren't older. Yeah, a little bit. So like um so the way the ordering like the way the ordering was is that 
I recommended pre-ordering just, just because it was me and it helped me, would help me time out the orders and space things out. So obviously, you know, the order demographic, you know, they're not really, they're not tech savvy like that. They're not going to think about pre-ordering a pizza a day or two ahead. Whereas somebody that's a lot younger, you know, they're, they're more, they're more willing to learn or they already, they're familiar with that process. Right. So I had to like, so once, obviously as I got a little busier and, you know, the order and had, I had to really pick up, I had to really um, promote the ordering ahead. So promoted like promoting to the younger people that definitely, that definitely helped grow it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember when we first started doing online ordering, the older, it's just, people are just, uh, when it's something that they're not used to, they don't know how to do it. Right. Like when you grow up younger, younger folks grow up in the technology age of using phones and the internet. Um, and us older people who didn't grow up with that to try to learn something new, the older you get, the harder it is to learn something new. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, even when I was, you know, I would tell people, I was like, yeah, I only do a set amount per day. You know, you, you have to, you pretty much free, you pretty much have to pre-order because that just happened to be the only way you can get it. Like people were, people were like, you're stupid. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You know, I don't want to pre-order pizza, you know, a day ahead or. I want to order pizza in the morning for nighttime. So you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a learning process for some people. <laughs> I get, listen, I know that they don't want to, but if you can do it, that's a great business model because you know ahead of time exactly yeah. how many pizzas you need to make and there's no waste. And you know, if you can pre-sell all your pizza, you know exactly how many people you need on, you know how many, how much yeah. food you need. There's no waste and there's no wasted time. That's the best business model. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, especially during like COVID. Like, I mean, that was just, almost like necessary in a way just right with everything going on but i mean it, it does i will say like you know you get to a certain point where you you know in a way you turn down so many orders like people start getting mad you know i might even start getting a little mad it's like damn you know i could have made i could have made a little more today or you know just there's people that have you know honestly i'll say there's you know there's people that have given up ordering or trying yeah I'm sure that is it scared away business in, in a way. And honestly, I'm a, I would say I'm a little, I'm a little tired of it too, in a way. I'm going to be devil's <laughs> advocate gets, on that though. Cause here's, hear me out. What yeah. if the fact that it's not easily available is making more people want it, right? Like the pizza shop oh, yeah, down the street sure. for me has good pizza, but I can get it whenever I want. They're never sold out. Now they close and I can only go in there during their business hours, but I can get it whenever I want, if, as long as it's within their hours. If I could only get it by pre-ordering it, is that exclusivity factor making me want it more? I don't know. I, I'd, I would say for sure, yeah. Like, um, like I was even, yeah, I would definitely say it. You know, you get like a high out of like you get like a high out of, in a way out of like pre-order pizza. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I, you know, people come down and they'd be like wow, you know, I finally, I'm finally getting to try this pizza today. Yeah. Or, you know, I've, I've been, I've been watching you for, you know, for months now. I'm today is the first time I'm going to try it. Or I've, you know, I've heard this, I've heard about this pizza from so many different people. I just, I've never been able to come down. So it definitely like the exclusivity is definitely great. Like it's definitely, like, I think it's, I think it definitely like is better than, you know, seven days a week unlimited. Um, but like again, you know, there's, there's certain there's certain people that just they'll never understand, and you know, it's hard to it's hard to manage both. Yeah. In a way. How do you how so how do how do people order now? They have to call you in the morning, or how do they do it? 
Yeah, so usually that's like so usually I have like a like a little menu. I put my personal cell phone number on it, and I'd be like, "All right, just text me. You know, text me whenever you want the pizza." And I would also say like I don't like like on on Friday I say you know I don't recommend ordering same day on Friday, and, and the only reason why for that was because you know working in the family business you know Friday was Friday just happens to be the only day I have to work there in the mornings so I'd be so there'd be Friday mornings where I had to get there at like three in the morning you know put the dough in the pans part bake it and then throughout the entire day all the way up until like six or seven o'clock at night you know I'd be cooking pizza orders and it, it's a struggle so. Yeah, I I'd really push the the order in the head. So they can do it for like text or or for Instagram. Okay. You need to get a text platform. So people can uh, no. <laughs> not text your person the cell phone, but then you can capture all those so here's what you gotta do. You gotta get like ovation, right? They're a texting company yeah. and you give they'll give you a number and you tell people text this number if you want a pizza. But then you have all those people's phone numbers and if you have some spots available you can e- you can text all the people who didn't order or didn't get it last time. Hey, we have a couple available. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, definitely have to look into that because when it's like a usually I tell people to text, but when it's like Monday at two in the afternoon, I'm taking a nap and someone's calling me about pizza for Friday. I'm just like, like damn, I I, I did this to myself. <laughs> yeah, you never want to give out your personal <laughs> phone number. Yeah, yeah, it, it is crazy. But that's a know, rookie mistake. Way, in, in a way, I, I'd say like, it's definitely cool that like you get to have like that, you know, that personal connection with the customer. Right away. you can text them and be like, like in the, in the very beginning, you know, I'll text customers. I'd be like, you know, how was, you know, how was the pizza today? I hope you enjoyed person. You know, it's something I put a lot of time into. So I, it's, it's cool to have like that personal connection in some way. Yeah, but the, you can do that with a texting platform, but you can't. But then they don't text you when you're taking a nap. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll, I'll, message, I'll email you. Bait. I'll yeah, email yeah. you later today. And hook you up with that <laughs> because you. I think that's a good way to do it. Because you, you it, te- I think texting is great, right? Especially, I, I like yeah. the way you're doing it. I just, I think I don't want people to text me ever, yeah. let alone when I'm taking a nap. I'm a, I'm a little too deep into that, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah. when I when I open when I open something up, that'll be the way to go. All right, yeah, for sure. So what's up? So you're opening that place. Do you have a timeline for that? Uh, so I, t- I take over the building August 1st. Um, I mean, uh, real realistically, I have no idea when it will open up. Uh, ideally, you know, obviously before football, like really starts to end. But, um, after I did watch your, I did listen to the podcast the other day with, it was a hot tongue pizza. I think it was a guy in LA. Yeah. Alex is the guy that had like the nightmare opening up. Yes. After hearing that, I'm like, I'm like, damn, you know, this could be a nightmare. I already know it. Yeah, just make sure you, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of process. I'm sure if you reach out to Alex too on Instagram, he'll give you some pointers and some things that he went through that you could look out for. Um, but yeah, there's certain things that you have to just be careful of and it's going to be here's what I always say. When you're opening something up or doing something new, it's going to take you a lot longer than you initially think. It's going to cost you more than you planned for and it's going to be a lot harder than you think it is. But low expectations. If you have low expectations yeah. and you expect it to suck and cost a ton of money, maybe it won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's a nice, easy process. And, you know, obviously it'll help for if I want to expand or open up another one in some way down the line. So yeah. that, that'll be good at least. Nice. All right. So where can people go say hello to you if they, if they listen to this podcast and they want to go check you out, or I know I mentioned your Instagram a couple of times. Uh, is that the best place to contact you? What's your yeah, cell phone? I mean, What's your cell phone number? Let's just give it up. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Was, Don't do that. Was, Don't do that. <laughs> 
they gotta they gotta dig deep for that one okay. but um you know f- facebook or instagram it's just like next pizza for it's you know it's, it's pretty simple yeah all right and we'll link all that up in the show notes for this episode as well uh, if you go over to smartpizzamarketing.com, Nick's Pizza th- in 302. I think I don't think there's ever been a Nick's Pizza, maybe. But if you search that on our website, this one will pop up for sure because it's the newest one. Um, Nick, don't go anywhere yet, but thank you so much for hanging out with me on the podcast. It was great talking to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thanks to Nick for joining me on the podcast. If you missed anything, go over to smartpizzamarketing.com. We took all the show notes for you over there. We'll link up Nick's Instagram, our courses. If you want to check out the Mastermind Group, you can do that as well. Everything that we offer or have available for you is over on the website, smartpizzamarketing.com. That's our home base, all the links, everything you need to get you motivated or moving forward with social media. And listen, I got a lot of questions lately about, hey, how do I do this or how do I do that? I think the first step you need to take is just to go over, listen to some of the podcasts like this one, check out the courses, You're going to get a ton of information on your own. You don't need to hire somebody or pay somebody to do it for you. You can do it on your own. But if you want to, you can. Check it out, smartpizzamarketing.com. And if you need to get a hold of me, you can hit me up on Instagram. I am at the Bruce Irving and also at Smart Pizza Marketing. All right, see you next week, everybody.